Well, hi guys, welcome to Relationship 204. Thanks, thank you for joining us. Um, some of us say, why do we say Relationship 204? Because one-on-one can be basic and a lot of times relationships can be complicated. My name is Tanisha, I am the host and I do have other hosts that join me here. I have John Montplager, I have Shakina Glory, I have Pastor G, Melanie, and Lewis Johnson. If What's you take a look everyone? at the right, if you take a look at the name, guys, they have their um, Instagram account. So if you need to get in contact or want to follow any of the hosts, you can do so by the handle that's on there. Okay, so we normally do our relationship two hundred four on Blog Talk Radio. We've been doing it for three plus years, actually, um, uh, which is a great thing. So we decided our first time to go live. Uh, why share all this information with one audience when we can just spread it around, y'all? Spread all the goodness around. And what do we do is we talk about um, different things, topic. We talk about things folks have sent to us to talk about. Um, if you like to contact us, you can by relationship204 at gmail.com, just the same as the title, relationship204 at gmail.com. Dot com. So guys, so since, you know, the quarantine and um, everything's been happening, people have a lot of time to send questions and comments. And I was thinking, you know, the quarantine, you could say like the quarantine is, is about over with or is it, you know, almost over with. So most of the companies are letting at least 50 percent of capacity um, in. Hey, um, in so, you know, so the quarantine is about over. What do you think about the virtual relationships other relationships in the home. Are we thinking that they probably over with or will there be a lot of people who decide, you know what, I thought this was for me and um, you know, this 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 not for me. I mean, what are you guys thinking about that? I would like to probably keep it on a positive note because okay. I I think there are some relationships and some people who actually had the opportunity to rekindle something that they may have lost um, or they may have been looking for in someone else if they were out there. Um, I think being quarantined in the home with the person that you're with, or let's just say serious relationship or a marriage, um, I think it's, it, it, gives the, it gives way to communication. I think probably the first couple of weeks was rough, right? The first couple of weeks was rough because it was shocking. But I think going into when you settle down and you settle in and you really look at the person that you've chosen. I know for me, if I chose to be with someone, whether it's for the rest of my life or onto courting to being with someone for the rest of my, my life and I had to be with them, I had I would have to have dug into myself. And I think a lot of that has happened where people have really reflected on themselves and try to get a better understanding of is this person that I truly want to be with the right person. And if it is, they, they truly took the time to make it work. Um, or now that they've given the time to really make it work, and especially with children, that bonding and that kind of getting together with them kind of helps the bondage for the whole family. Because, I mean, we look at what's going on now um, in the world, um, actually in, a in our own country, um, with things happening with especially our Black brothers um, and our sisters. It, one of the, the reasons I think is that our sense of family has been lost. And, some, and sometimes um, we're missing that point. And I think when our black family get together, and sometimes 
Um, we're missing that. I think when we we're, miss, we're missing that, that when we get it together, um, I think it's going to be a much better. Um, Melanie, I think that's yours. Sorry, I think it will be a I think it will be a much better opportunity for us to really kind of keen down and think of what it's really about as it comes to relationships and truly being with someone and really trying to make that work. So although, you know, it may have cost people their relationships, looking at it on a bright side, I think we're at a turn of the century where the black family, we have to make it work for each other. If we don't, then we are definitely in trouble. You talked about a positive side, and I, I can just say, you know, um, because it was virtual the other day, um, that Pastor G, he happened to find love during the quarantine. So that was Look something that. positive that, that did work out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he found love and got married. So, you know, um, so that was Listen. a good thing. <laughs> Listen, I... I... I believe that, uh, like like uh, Lewis said, it all depends on where your person's heart is, or where their mind is, where they are uh, um, as a person, or uh, ind individually and as a couple. Um, just so happened, I was able, you know, to work through some things for myself because there were some hiccups and some hangups that I had. Uh, as my sister uh, Melanie and, and Shakina like to always remind me, you know, <laughs> I, I had to work on myself, you know, and not um, uh, wear a mask. But when I took that mask off and was be able to be my authentic self, come on, somebody, when I was able to take off the mask and be my authentic self, come on, somebody, when I was able to take off the mask and be my authentic <laughs> self. Good God from Zion, I feel like preaching. I was able to find no. love. God saw <laughs> God saw that I was ready. And then he opened my eyes and let me find, excuse me, let me find my wife. And uh, you know, now I've let me let me this. stop you right there. Let me let me stop you right there because you didn't decide on your own to take off your mask. There had to be the past relationship, things happen where you knew that I'm, I'm not being my authentic self. This person, how can I go on with the facade for so long? You know, um, I like the, I like the, I like the laugh. Maybe that person don't like the laugh. You know, I like, right, you right. know, going to the movies or or a facade or or you think some things are or are funny. I'm just using that as an example, but we know we can go a little bit deeper in that. But, oh, yeah. you know, doing that, or I like certain movies, but this person may not like that. You know, how long can you go on with the facade of, of being so you're not, you're not authentic with yourself. You're not authentic with the person who who you're with because eventually they're going to wake up, whether it's man or woman and say, well, who is this person? You know, they're going to feel like, um, you know, it's a fraud, you know, you a fraud well, or they're a fraud, you know, the whole well, time. I think, I think what has happened is in this quarantine, we have really, in this quarantine, we've really been able to cut out the, uh, the uh, facade, uh, so to speak. 
because you in quarantine, which I think we talked about this on one of our shows before. You in quarantine, you stuck in some in one place in one small area or in one house with the same person for sometimes 14 days or more. And so you're gonna have to be your real authentic self. And if you ain't really ready to be around that person that long. And, and and really seeing who they truly are, you're not ready for a relationship. I've said that before. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I say you got to snatch that wig off so they can see yeah. the real self. Because eventually you're going to have to take that wig off. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. Come on. Take off that lipstick. Take off that pretty lipstick. Come on, somebody. Take off the, take off them, them pop-on, press-on fingernails. Come on. <laughs> Let us let us see that beard that don't connect. How about that? Come on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Come, anyway. on. Come on. So I have a um I have a question before I get into a um uh, dialect. And the question was somebody wrote on last week. Uh, we had oh my god last week uh, for our listeners. You could you can go to um iTunes and you can pull up um table talk media you should be able to see all of the episodes um and last week's show was just so phenomenal um but one of the persons wrote me and they wanted to know from each of us what red flag what red flag will make you run quickly from someone or meeting someone or dating someone what particular red flag for you that will make you run away quickly or you know, decide that's not the person for you. I just put that word there. Decide that's not the person for you. Anybody can answer. Uh, let's try uh, Shakina. What red flag would make you run quickly? Um, I needed to ponder on that a little bit because there's so many red flags that pops up in my <laughs> mind. But if I can just, I mean, you listen. But if I can, it, it's all about the initial approach for me your initial approach tells me right then and there if you're going to be a red flag yellow flag or green and you can we can continue to go forward with conversation so for me your initial approach is one or the other woman of god god told you you my wife and red flag run don't approach me with god said you my wife because god ain't tell me that and i know him we got a real good relationship we like this Okay, um, it could be that it could, it's all about the initial approach. It can be, oh, I want to take care of you. Don't tell a sister like me, ah. you want to take care of me when you first meet me, man. You so beautiful. I want to take care of you. If you tell me that when I first meet you, I'm gonna bring you a stack of my bills. So if you didn't mean that, don't oh, say that to me. So it's all, and I've done it many times, and brothers right. have looked at me like I was crazy. Well, that's what you said. Well, that ain't what I mean. Man, well, you shouldn't have said that. So for me, it's all about your initial approach. You got to approach me correctly. I'm going to be real transparent. I had Amanda God in my DM, my IG, three days ago. And he said, the Lord put me on his heart. And he said, the Lord told him to help me in areas of my relationships and god told me to tell god told him to tell me whatever i need ask him and he would do it because god told him he kept saying god told him to help me so i replied back oh, I but love, god ain't but god didn't let him see what you needed though right okay so i replied back and i said 
Thank you. Have a nice day. That was a red flag. I'm good. I'm moving on. He wanted to reply back and say, could we meet up and fellowship somehow? Then he texted me a location to a hotel. Ooh. I can't make it up. Oh wow! Wow! That was that was for real block block. It was, like a, it was like a resort resort type of cabin place somewhere in Georgia. So now I'm really in my feelings. I think he's trying to try me. And so what I did was I called him out and said, "Listen, that was disrespectful." And I pretty much gave him a teaching moment. And I said, "If you come in my inbox again, I'm gonna screenshot this and let your church members know how you coming up." <laughs> up in people inboxes and i and then he tried to come back and clean it up and said, oh no my sister you my sister in christ i didn't mean anything about that boy by so it's all about how you approach me i, I have a question i have a question let me did he so at lewis, least do oh, what no god said do so lewis no question so lewis yes lewis what red flag will make you run quickly <laughs> <sighs> Um, I used to have a lot, but I don't, as I've gotten better at detecting and really speaking to people instead of Xing people out. Um, I would say probably the, um, someone's conversation. If I, if she's of age, so when I mean of age, someone who's been through something experienced, you know, you know, decent age and she, she has this, uh, this ghetto street. This uh, and don't, and don't, it is don't, what it is for you. You know what I mean? This ghetto street with the hands rolling. Every uh, but we we I can't do that. We I can't. That's that's like that's not even that's blue flag. That's not even red flag. That's blue flag. Um, <laughs> red flag. And don't get me wrong. There's a, there's, a, there's a time and place for certain things. And you know, hey, listen, I, I work right. in corporate. You know, I work for a company, but, you know, I can talk street when I'm talking with my boys. But if we're having a conversation, we're getting to know each other as a male and a female, and we're trying to be in each other's life. Nah. So I would say the conversation, the conversation mm -hmm. is, a, is a turn off um, for me. What about you, John? Uh, I'm big on mentality. I think an individual's mentality tells me everything I need to know about you. If all of your ads just, just the stories tell me the exact same thing and you're always the victim and I don't hear you ever mention your part that you've played in just any error, any mistake that tells me you have like a victimhood, a victim type consciousness. I don't want to deal with that. I mean, just all eight of your ex came up missing, just dead. Everybody showed up dead. You had nothing to do with it. Just it's just, it's a pattern. That kind of mentality throws me off. That's a turn off. That's a red flag to me. That says run the other way as fast as you possibly can. Melanie, you start telling me. Yeah, I get it. What about you, Mel? I'm still, um, I'm still pondering on that one. But I'm agreeing with what everybody is saying. Give me a few minutes. Okay. Okay, I'll say for me, what was my biggest red flag is, it's almost kind of what John said, when a person talks a lot, um, but don't but don't have any action behind it. That's, that's a big red flag for me. Um, I don't like it. You know, a lot of lip service, you know, I'll do this, I'm doing this, and, you know, all this kind of stuff, I'm a part of this, but there's no action towards it, um, you know, because 
because that put down that makes it more like you're not accountable, you're a liar, you know, and you're just doing a lot of talking and you're not who you say you actually are or you're not, you know, doing what you actually would say. So that's it. That's 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 for me. Uh, what about you, Gerald? Uh, the biggest red flag for me is if uh, every time you want to hang out with me is because you want to go eat something. Or you, the only time you call me because he made me sick. Only time you call me is because you need something. You don't, you, you're not making any effort to try to, you know, hang out with me just to hang out. You always want something or somebody. Come on, somebody. Uh, you want something from me. That's a red flag for me because. Although I am a man, an authentic man that knows that I have to love my wife like Christ loved the church and I have to uh, love her in an unconditional way, which it's, it's to say I have to love her and expect nothing in return. I want to make sure that I want I had to make sure she was a wife and not a knife. Listen. Come on, somebody. I had to make Ain't nothing sure. wrong with getting a meal. Get people a meal. Yeah. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with the meal. You thing. get you no free meals from Burke Culture. I get listen. You know? I give I give you all the free meals that you want. I give you all the free meals for, that you want, but you got to be appreciative of it. And you ain't just gonna call me on Sunday after church when you want a free meal, but Monday through Saturday I can't. You can't be found. That's just a red flag. Just give a warning. Well, you know what, dude, you are. It's like. Is men put women in categories? Women put men in categories. You the food dude. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna be. I'm not nobody's food dude. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that's true. Thing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> brothers, listen. This is to all my brothers out there. If she only call you when she hungry, you the food dude. Cut off. Cut off. Move, move on. It's, it's move not. On, that's a red flag. Them foods are very costly now. It's costing you a lot. You know, yes. the women that's hitting you up, let me get $40. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Let me get out of there. But there, Turn your volume up. a lot. You know, there's, there's, there's some exchanges happening. It's no longer just free food. Uh, them free food are costing you now. You understand? So it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. You can't just walk around just... You know, taking so I have a a listener said the number one is a begging woman. I guess that would be a I guess maybe is a begging woman. Yeah, is a begging woman. Well, you know, especially if you first started talking and then the next day, you know, people like to slide in, you know, I got a bill, um, I need to get my bill paid. I always hear like my boy cousins say, you know, when they meet someone, what turns them off is the next day some woman have a bill or they got their phone bill to be paid or something like that. And it could be true, but I always tell them maybe that's just a scam, you know, um, just to beware, um, you know, because how they talking now? That's all I got to say. Yeah, everybody ain't interested in you. So I have this before. I can't hear you. No, I said everybody is not actually are not interested in you. Some people are just looking for help, and that's the reality. That's what you got to be careful for. That's true. Well, that's true. Listen, and if you need help, some people are actually looking for, help, for a father figure. What? 
They're looking for what, man? Some men have mommy issues. They're looking for a mother figure in a woman as well. A lot of some men have mommy issues and they're just looking for a woman just to fill that void their mother. Oh, can you cook? Do you have a job? Do you have your own place? Sweetie, you're not coming over here laying up on this couch, putting your head on my lap. I'm rubbing your braids or your bald head or whatever you got going on, your receding hairline, you done met going to the barbershop, so your Beijing, you know, I'm not doing none of that. So it goes both ways. So men and women, they both beg, they just beg in different ways. Yeah, you're right. She's right. And you're absolutely, absolutely right. I think that's, you're that, right. That, all right, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true because I mean, being a single woman, those are some of the things that they do ask. You know, I, I hate to say it, guys, who are out there, you know, but that's some of the things y'all do say. Yeah, the first thing y'all say, you got your own place, or you got this, and they, and they, or can I mm -hmm. come over? Yeah. Or can I cook for you, or, or let me cook for you? No, no, and no. You know, you need you need to do your own thing, and we'll meet up. But no, you can't come over and cook. No, you can't uh, cook grass, or no, you can't, you know, um, paint the door. You know, none of that. Well, can can I play? Can I, can I play? Yeah. Can I play devil's advocate for a moment? Is it? Is it? Is Absolutely. It both, is it playing both sides of the coin? If we as men want our women to be um, somewhat dependent on us, because we like to be the provider, we like to be the protector and be the breadwinner. Uh, but but then when they first come off, you know, when you come out the gate begging, when you come out the gate meeting, when you come out the gate with your hand out, that's a turnoff. So is that kind of oxymoronic? Just playing devil's advocate here. I don't think so. I, I think I think, you know, men, mature men definitely want to feel that a woman need them. And a mature woman needs to know that it's okay to be dependent in certain things from your for your from your man. I think it it gives a healthy balance, you know. I just think that you know we need to be mature about that. We need to be mature and not come out the door saying, "Pay my bills. My kid is hungry. I'm hungry." And men not come out the door expecting us to be mama, but everyone know that. There is a dependency that men need from women and vice versa. And we all just need to be mature enough to know what that is depending on, depending on your, your relationship. I think it go, I think it can go both ways. Right. If, if two people got together and said nothing and just exactly said nothing and just let each other nurture each other, what would that look like? I can tell you one thing. It will look like a man giving. Ooh, love. It, it, it will look like a man doing, um, offering, paying, doing certain things from a woman's standpoint. I think it will, from her standpoint, it will be a nurturing because I'm, I, me as a man, I'm not expecting her to pay, give and do certain things. But I think as a natural nurturer, a woman, once she feels comfortable and once she feels like she has nothing to worry about, she offers those things such as cooking. Well, now I want to cook for this guy. I want to let him feel comfortable around me in my home, whatever it may be. I think it comes natural. I think when we demand 
or when we overexert the things that society put on us, um, mm -hmm. it creates a barrier between us as if we have to do this and we have to do that. I think yeah. most things come natural when you have a, um, a just a unique or a real just understanding about who each other, you know, how you will provide a value to my life. Like for a woman, a woman having money is not the value I'm looking for her to provide in my life. It's good to have it. That's not the value I'm looking for within her. And the, on the opposite end, I think from a woman's standpoint, you know, I know there are certain things that she's looking for, but for her, she may be looking for, hey, listen, a provider, which a man should be doing, someone who's a protector, that's the type of value that he should bring. But I think in this day and age, money is starting to supersede protection. Money is starting to supersede uh, some of the other things that we as men will provide if you're the right woman. But I think her demand right now is about money and it's about what do you have and bringing stuff to the table. And I don't mind her doing that, but it should be a sensibility about what it is so we can add the right value to our lives. Here's, here's what I want to add to that. Here's what I want to add to that. I, Lewis is absolutely correct. The problem that we have in this society is we are, and this is on both the men's side and the women's side, we are expecting the other party or the other person to do something, to be in a place that we are not yet in. For instance, a man that is looking for a wife is, is expecting the woman to be in, already in wifey mode when he's not even in the, husband, in the position to be a husband. And so, therefore, it puts it puts this demand on on certain things, um, and it, it makes it seem like that we're only focused on like like Lewis said, money. I'm only focused on on how much money you got because I really don't know what a real husband looks like, or I'm only focusing focusing on how much uh, how much you can uh, make love to me because I don't know what a real woman looks like or what a real wife looks like. And that's the problem, especially in the body of Christ. We do not teach or we have not taught our people, our children and uh, the, uh, the, our members what it really means to be a husband. And we haven't taught our wives or, or the women what it really means to be wives. So now, like Lewis said, the women coming out with their hands, they're coming, uh, uh, coming out. Uh, coming out the door with their hands stuck out the door. You know, uh, they hand that they want money, money, money. How much money you got in the bank? Come on. How, can you take me to Saltgrass? Can you take me to uh, Ruth Chris? I don't want to eat McDonald's. Come on. Some, I, that's a test. That's a test that I'm going to give to you. Can you eat McDonald's? <laughs> My wife, she can eat McDonald's. That's why she knows that's unhealthy food. That's no, why her last no, name is no, Burke that's why her last name is Burkhardt, because I took her to a fast food restaurant, and she could eat the fast food restaurant, and guess what? Now, I'm going to take her to the finest of restaurants. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? Lord bless y'all. Let me read what somebody said. Karen John said, as a woman, we shouldn't have to downplay our earnings so that men feels needed. Providing is more than just money. You're absolutely right about that. And and I will be the first one to say, I don't downgrade mine. 
Um, if, if we go to McDonald's, it's because I want to go to McDonald's. But would that be a first choice? Absolutely not. Um, and I'll just say that. <laughs> I, I Absolutely not. One is unhealthy. Um, I would choose that. I would choose that route is unhealthy. You know, choose something else. Mm-hmm. I don't ever think a woman should downgrade her value in, in, in the sense of money. Um, I think, yes, yeah, she should want those things because it does take money to do some of the things that are necessary to keep a family afloat. I do understand that. But I think in this day and age, the society pushed so much about the financial security that you should have in your family, it almost supersede you even getting to know someone and who they really are before you have a real understanding of their finances. Now, I think there should be a balance. I'm not saying fall in love and forget what the person, you know, what type of money you guys can make together. I'm talking about have a balance and what that really and truly mean. And the man who's a truck, he, he's a dump truck, you know, guy who's a, it's an awesome job. It's just a dirty job. He, they make, ton of money some women will not even look at a man who works hard who goes to work willing to get himself dirty to make ends meet in his family that she will look she will turn her head away because of that type of job i just don't understand that um i could be wrong but at the same time you know for me a woman um and everybody knows this a man will break his back for the woman he really wants to be with you better preach, Reg- sir. Regardless, I don't care yeah. what it is. And he will do everything in his power. I don't care if it's take mm-hmm. one, two jobs, if yeah. it's just right. If it's the right woman and she's in the right place, her discernment is where it needs to be. I'm telling you, a man will do all those things mm-hmm. to make what your life should be, and that's being a queen. If you can't be his queen, then what, what else can you be? That is what causes him to go find someone else. Yes. To appreciate what it really means to be in a queen's position, and that means to understand that her king breaks his back to give her the world, and sometimes you don't understand that. The problem and is, you know what? Go ahead, Shakina. You know what, Lewis? I one hundred percent agree with you because I, I did date a garbage truck person before when I first graduated from high school, and he was very hardworking. And what I learned about that is. Because he was so hardworking, and I wanted to where when we got together, that I did something just as much to show him how I appreciate how hard he's working and giving me the check, you know. And so you're absolutely right. And I, I know some of us women on here, Melanie and Tanisha, can agree. If we get a man that works hard and he's doing it, and he let us know he's doing it for his family. We're going to want to do everything and our ability to when he come home to make sure he's happy. The problem is men want to don't want that one woman. Some men don't want one woman. They want to have four women to make up one woman. And they're spreading themselves mm-hmm. all over the place. But they got that one main woman that they live with. But they got three mm-hmm. other outside the house. Mm-hmm. And so when she come home, she's not feeling that you're doing all this for her because you're dividing yourself between her and the three of the chicks that y'all with, but you're calling yourself a hardworking man. <laughs> you, all the way you said that. You're working hard. 
with other women. <laughs> That's it, man. I, I, love, I love how I love how Shakina and Mel just took it and, and took that and blamed it all on the man, like and, and just totally not totally disregarded, but kind of skimmed over the main point that Lewis just made. And the main point that Lewis just made is for the right woman, a man will break his back if she is the right woman. So it must mean you ain't the right woman if I got to have two, three, four, five other women on the side. I'm just so, saying. I'm okay, just saying. so I'll ask this question. Let me ask this question to um, to anyone. What is it? What what is it when you're loving the wrong person? Um, how is it that you're loving the wrong person? What is it sometimes? Because sometimes we have to have development of a flaw that you may have had in your past when you when you knew or they may have had you knew that you were loving the wrong person. And it'll be sort of like our red flags, but you just was loving this person. And I and I and I'll be one to say it. Mine was um, a great liar. I, I I had never met a person that lied so good um, before in my life. Just a, a great a great liar. You know, you're loving this person, and 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 then come to find out, like, okay, is everything a lie? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this whole our whole two years of dating and doing this? Have been a lie, you know. So loving the uh, wrong person, um, how is that? How is that? How does that feel? You know, somehow your came off, but yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and go into uh, our second uh, session here, and in our second session, uh, we're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna talk about dating. You know, sometimes. Sometimes when we're dating, we have such anxiety when it comes to dating. I don't know about anybody else, but I have my share of anxiety when it comes to, um, you know, just, just dating. And there are some things that um, I call them um, like anxiety. You know, some of the things we deal with are some of the things that we, we put up with when it comes to uh, dating. Hold on one second, guys. I'm trying to do something. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> When it comes to um, dating, so there are signs of of dating anxiety, and you can think in your mind right now, you know what what exactly uh, could they be, you know, for yourself. Uh, what are some um, dating um, anxieties that you uh, may have? So I came up with the first one. Then you guys can can add in um, to whatever you may think. So the first one that I came up with being is um, impulsive behavior. Um, as an as as a dating anxiety, meaning like that person is very impulsive. Um, I'm gonna pick you up. Are we gonna have a? Um, are we going here? Or being impulsive about let's come to your house or let's do this? That everything is is an impulsive move. That makes me nervous. It do because I because I feel like you rushing me into something or you trying to be in control. <laughs> it could be me or you could be trying to be in control of something. It's like everything is like a, a move so quickly. You're not not saying that you know I'm, I'm I'm slow to love or anything like that, but just everything is just so 
we got to do this. We got to hurry up and do this. We got to hurry up and get married. Um, you know, let's 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 go ahead and uh, you know, let's move in. Um, you know, it's like day two. You know, we should move in. Hey, day three. I love you so much. I love you to the end of the world. You know, all those impulsive things. Those things scare me. I, I don't know. You know, somebody, anybody. Yeah, I think what gives me anxiety is when you over spiritualize the dating process. You know, the Lord told me mm. you would be here dating and even told me you're going to be my husband. I, I swear I'll leave you right there at the restaurant. I just don't have the time for the foolishness. I, I don't have time. For <laughs> and that to me, you you make you immediately you you ruin it. You ruin it, you know. You're you know, you, you just make me nervous. I, my goal and when dating someone is to try uh, to be open to get to know you, the real you, and I want to show you the real me. Uh, to the point now, I'm I'm bringing in flaws. I'm I'm willingly revealing flaws because I want you to know John, the real John. And so I don't want to get to know this person with a mask on. That's uh, you know spiritualizing the whole process, you know. And just the Lord said this and the Lord said that. Now I can't move because whatever I do. Mm -mm, the Lord didn't say this part. The Lord said that. You try to dictate everything to what the Lord said. If He didn't speak to me, I don't want to hear it. I just. I, I, I want to. I want to add mine. Mine is this. I hate when men want to come out before I feel comfortable with coming out. I'm mm. not ready to reveal that we're talking or dating or doing anything. And they are so ready to just come out. And I'm like, why are you such in a rush? I don't want to meet your homeboys yet. I don't want to meet your mama, your family. I don't want to take no picture right now. I, what you need a picture for? You got me right here in your presence. We don't need to do all that extra stuff. I just hate when they want to come out so quickly to let everybody know they got glory. Yeah, you got glory, but she ain't off the map yet. How are you trying to last to get? So how you going to be trying to put me out there to tell people I'm off the map before I'm ready to be off the map? I don't like that. And I feel I've always had anxiety with that because I already know he's going to want a picture. He's going to want me to go around his homeboys or family or whatever. And it's just too soon for me. And that right there made me be like, nah, brother. Mm -mm. Next. That just simply means she ain't through getting mm -hmm. free meals mm -hmm. yet. She ain't through getting free meals. She got somebody else giving her some, some free meals. That's all that means. She got somebody else taking her out. That's all that means, Doc. So. Somebody knew his mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are some of the anxieties that you may have, um, Lewis, you know, um, when dating, what are some of the signs of dating anxiety for you? I would say when, um, I would say when women get to, I mean, similar to what John was talking about, um, how everything is such an assurance through through God and, you know, God spoke and, and, you know, everything is coming to fruition. You know, I prayed for this and this is what it is. No, no, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Maybe we need to talk to God together and not you by yourself and, and come up with some, um, a better way that we can get our relationship on the right, um, the right track. Because listen, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, I pray, 
you know, I pray God send me the right woman. I pray God give me the right mentality that when that when I do that when I do find the right woman, that the words that I speak it comes off as always truth, um, and that I'm myself. And I think sometimes that also can put a woman in a position to say, wow, okay, this is what I prayed for. You know, this is what I, and now let's kind of speed it. Let's put, you know, let's both go on this, this fast track to, you know, courting and, and getting to know each other. No, let's just, just wait, bump the brakes, and let's really just kind of learn each other first before we start talking about the whole, you know, picture thing, just like Shanique, you know, Shakina said, you know, wanting to put you on blast together, like, hold on, bro. No, hold on, just a minute. So that's just mine, just the moving too fast thing and, and thinking everything is about God has put this in place, so let's move forward quickly. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a big anxiety of mine too, because, um, Especially when you have my, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dating, but I do have a 16 year old, so I have to be, um, you know, careful and, and mindful of the people who are around. So all that quick to get to to know each other, all that quick to hurry up and, um, you know, let's move fast, like you call it, the fast track. That's definitely um, an an anxiety. Um, someone said uh, being just yourself based on on their on their last person wow that that's not only anxiety but it can be an insecurity as well when you judge yourself based on the last person they dated you know um you know i don't know if anybody has ever done that you know i think most of them are pretty confident but um truth be told you know maybe once upon a time in our life we you know, people people do that when they see that the ex have may have you know financially or the looks or you know they start doubting themselves <clears throat> of who they are and how they look. Um, I don't know. I go one here. Um, oh, I think somebody already said being anxious, thinking that someone else um, as an anxiety. Now, the only reason you'll feel that way if they probably giving you some signs. I don't know somebody, but somebody tell me. Um, but if you feel like you're thinking that there's someone else and you don't measure up, you might be thinking that's um, in their life. Yeah. Let's see here what. So let me see what she wrote. Go ahead. Ooh. You know, I'm that's trying good. to put the put put that's the questions good. in, guys. That's Whoa. good. I love what Charles. Okay, Arthur, my anxiety is Charles dating. Y'all see that? Yeah. Let me see what you wrote. Yes. My anxiety is dating someone who isn't me. I find it when I meet someone and I like that person. I pull all my energy into that person, and they don't do the same. So I have to learn not to date someone who isn't dating me. And you're absolutely right. And it's so heartbreaking because. Uh, to find out, especially when you, like you said, you put all your energy in this person, and it's like, so we're not together. Oh no, we're just friends. Or oh, they find, or you, or they dating someone else, and they tell you you're in the friend zone, or you know something like that. Um, and we put our energy, and that's some of the things that sometimes we do too much as women. I don't know about men, but sometimes as women, 
we put a lot of energy, more energy, and I'll say this verse versus the man, we put a lot of energy in a relationship because sometimes as women, I'm saying something, I'm saying you or you or you, as women, the first time we meet someone and we think that they're great, we have a big fantasy in our head of how it's going to be. <laughs> and I think that comes with as little girls, this fantasy, you know, like to be and how this person gonna be so we just coaching this person you know the first thing they want to do is they want to change their dress code they want to um you should get your hair cut like this um they go to their house you should put this mirror up it just we just get so involved you know into their life that are they involved in your life at the same way i'm just asking that question yeah, i want to offer advice to how do you determine that you're wasting it? go ahead I want to tell Arthur Charles that she's absolutely right. And I want to give her a quick way to avoid doing that. A quick way to avoid doing that is follow the man's lead. Men are the head anyway. And so normally they want to be in control of, of initiating. And they should, they should initiate and guide the process so that we can move at their pace. Follow his, follow his lead. If he's not giving you all that energy... Don't give him all that energy. If he's giving you all that energy, give him all that energy. But pace yourself and follow his lead. You can't go wrong if a man just call you when it's convenient for him. Y'all went on a date and a date was good and you're outside, but you ain't hear her from him in three days. Then you wait three days to, to hear from him again. Or you, know, or you call him in three days. I say follow his lead. That way you're not pushing him too fast. He won't feel the pressure. But make sure when you do spend that time with him, in that moment, you are you're matching his energy. If he's showing you that he's feeling you, connect. Show him you're feeling him. But follow his lead. Go ahead, John. <laughs> Can, let me just put a, let me just add just a little something to that really quick. I think I, I get you. I'm gonna play a devil's advocate a little bit here. I think a lot of women are missing out on a lot of great men because they're not understanding what it is to be receptive and how to respond. So you oh, have, sir. I think we're teaching women to sit here and a man, hey, you are gorgeous, you are beautiful, and compliment. And they don't even give you a thank you because they're not, they don't know how to accept that and how to receive. Some that. women, there's a some lot women. of men who are giving off energy, good energy that women just don't know how to receive and don't know how to respond. Some I women, women don't they all? Like, no, no, of course, of course. I, I'm I'm specifying some. I'm hearing a lot of ghost me. And then I'm getting a chance to speak to these men. And these men are saying, no, I called her every day for the past three months. I never got a, I purposely didn't call her to see if I would get a call. And she would not call me. This cannot be one-sided. It cannot be, oh my God, he's putting in all this effort. And you're not, you're not, you're not going to ever respond to it. It's a key thing. I think a lot of women are missing out on that. It's not just sitting back on the queen, he's the peasant. It's no, it's king, queen relationship. And there has to be something that you put back. And it's the law of reciprocity. It's, it's a give and take kind of thing. And, and so I think, unfortunately, I'm hearing a lot of ghosting stories. And I think a lot of that comes from women not understanding uh, the mind of a masculine man. I think they assume men are, are just like they are. And then we have a culture that's teaching women to be completely masculine. So we got a whole uh, right. issue here today. That's right. I I think a lot of ghosting, and I, I think a lot of ghosting just come from communication. 
is something that um, Lewis always talks about communication. I think so, it just comes from communication. When that person don't, somebody is echoing, when, when, when that person don't know how to communicate, um, you know, maybe we should be friends or don't know how to communicate. Maybe he or she asked something of them and they don't know how to communicate. Um, you know, maybe they're on different levels or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of times it comes from from just that, just the communication. You know, it's it's a sad thing because somebody just wrote me, how do you, one of her, her anxiety is how to accept rejection. And ghosting is a rejection, you know, but how do you accept the rejection, you know, when, when people ghost you? Because some people can get really offended. They don't want to call you and say, well, why you ain't call me? Or, you know, um, I thought we was getting along good. What's your problem? You know, they don't want to blast you out, you know, immediately or, or you know. Or they'll just, you know, just just suck it up and say, oh, okay, well, that's just not for me. But everybody don't deal with it with properly, just like this young lady, well, man, I don't know, um, said was the anxiety is dealing with rejection from people when it comes to dating. Sometimes that happens. Maybe not everybody on here, you know, Melanie uh, or Shakita get rejected, but um, some some people or some women do get rejected and um and a thing, and somebody, Renisha, said rejection can be a blessing, and you're right because you may have missed somebody who you don't need to be with. That's absolutely That's true. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and this is this just goes. You let some of these men tell say it, they'll tell you that, oh, you missing out on your blessing. But in my mind, I be trying to figure out, I be saying, thank you, Jesus, because if he can already just be cocky enough to tell me I'm missing out on a blessing after tours of a conversation, then you absolutely right. I really would miss that blessing, and I don't even want it. Okay, absolutely. Let me say this. Let me say this. I, 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 I'm I, I'm tired of this narrative that women say uh, men are being too cocky. Yeah, listen, I know what I bring to the table. But it's just like what John just said. Some women just don't know how to receive what I'm bringing to the table. And that don't mean that I'm arrogant. That don't mean that I'm just overzealous or over cocky. It just it means that I'm an authentic man and I know what I bring to the table. And and we got a uh, uh, Curtis. It's not Curtis necessarily Stark, that, Pastor G. It's not necessarily that, Pastor G. You saying what you bring to the table. You might be bringing lobster and shrimp to the table. Some people might be allergic to shellfish. So you cannot necessarily say some women don't like what you bring to the table. You cannot say that. I'm a ribeye medium person myself, if I can just add that. <laughs> hey, well, so I, I well, think if you don't, if you're allergic to if you're allergic to shellfish, I got an epipen. If you're allergic to shellfish, I got an epipen. And you don't miss out on your blessing. Why push it? So let let's back up a little bit, um, Amnesia. Same um, thing with Tanisha. Let, hold on one second. Go ahead. So I I read in that in that clip how she felt like she's using up. You know how does she, you know, not use up all her energy or put all her energy in something that this person is not really into kind of like not into her or really dating her. So, I, you know, I did some study on this, especially dealing with the energy of what we put forth in relationships. Um, all energy used is not energy lost. It, I think we have to remember what that means because you, you always have, you always have 
um, ways to put forth energy, it's the how. So prime example, kinetic energy, and I'm going to explain that. Kinetic en energy is what moves that energy or what moves the motion to, to, for you to put forth that much energy. I found out that women, and not all, and I'll say the same thing for men, that women put forth her emotion in that energy. So when she put that emotion in that energy, thinking she's putting too much into it without his right response, which can sometimes mean, oh, he's not into me. And a man may be putting in a different type of energy from a logical standpoint as to what I can do and how I can set up certain things for you in our life. My response may not be the same response. Can also be confused with I'm not putting forth the same energy in you and I'm not receiving that back. It comes from the lack of understanding each other, the comprehension of each other. When I talk, yeah, you can, per my perception or your perception is important, but if your comprehension is messed up, it doesn't matter how you perceive what I'm talking. Your comprehension have to be at a level to understand what I'm talking about and then regurgitate so I can understand that you know what I'm talking about. And it needs to go back and forth so we all can be on the same page. I think I also think a lot of women are afraid to stop a man in his track when he's doing so much in his um, representative role to stop him in his track to say, listen, I love what you're doing. I hope this doesn't stop because this is what bringing me closer to you, that you continue to hold the door, that you continue to talk to me at night, that you continue to call me when it's needed. If she does not stop him in his track and follow up on some of those things he's doing well to make her attractive to him, then that's going to be on her. Absolutely. Let me, let me, let me say, say, right. say, say this. Let me say this. Curtis and you're absolutely Stark. right, Louis, but some men actually, it's a facade. They play this card and they play that woman and they do everything that they need to do with that woman to get her where he wants her to be. And then here come the foolishness. But you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. But in some cases, some men really do do that. Some men really are just there just to see what they can get, get what they want. Now, here's the mess. I mean, men know exactly how to prey on a woman. They study women just how we study men to know what we like, what we our do's, what our don'ts, what's our trigger points. And men do play on that to, with certain women. I, I mean, I think I how, we avoid, how we how we avoid that, both from both the man and the woman side. How we avoid that is what one of the uh, the viewers, uh, I think his name is Curtis Starks. What he said was, "We've got to be able to have the conversation at the beginning. What is it that you're looking for? What do you want out of this relationship? Are we just dating just to date? Are we dating with purpose?" Are we having fun? Are we friends with benefits? What is it? What is it? And so if you have that conversation, and I think I've heard John say this before, if we have the hard conversation in the beginning and, 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 and put all of our cards out on the table and just say, hey, I'm looking for my purpose mate. Here's, here's, let me be transparent. This is what I did 
when I was dating uh, my wife. I said, listen, I'm into you. I want to get to know you. And I'm dating. I'm not dating just to, I don't want to just date you just to date you. I'm dating looking for my wife, for my purpose mate. I want to date you with the with the intent of at the end of this, I want to marry you. And I don't just date people just to be dating them. Don't be stuck. Now, don't y'all start that. Don't y'all start that. Because y'all won't do that to everybody else. Don't do it to me right now. Y'all gonna let me talk tonight. Y'all gonna let me talk tonight. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. We let you talk all the time. It's not just a conversation. I don't think we properly understand dating. Like I can hardly hear you. Both women and men do this. She said that women do it. But we put up fantasies when we really like somebody. The reality is this, and, and I'll tell a woman straight up, I'm attracted to you physically. That's all that is. Date number one, that's all you got, baby girl. That's what got me out. It's true. Physical attraction. You're going to open your mouth, and just that quickly, that physical attraction can disappear. One time, I met, I, quick story, I'll be two seconds. I met a young lady at a, a store one time. I was shopping. She was in, in the, uh, the, the person ahead of me in the line. You know, I begin thanking God because I said, I have surely this is the Lord's anointed. Surely this is the one God has reserved for me. She was just fine. I never met anything so beautiful in my life. And then sister girl opened her mouth and I said, never mind. You know, I was immediately turned off. I don't know if I'm even really attracted to you until we've had a conversation. I just don't know. Right now, I'm simply physically attracted to you. Upon a few dates... When I get to understand your mentality, after I've vetted you, because, you know, it, it's sort of like an interview. We're both interviewing one another. You're coming in lying to me. I'm lying to you. You know, nobody goes Absolutely. on an interview and says, uh, you know, I'm going to be late all the time. I come in late. I steal stuff at the job. Uh, I don't really work. I like to hide in the bathroom. Who says that? You know, you just surprise. It's a surprise. So as an interviewer, your job is to discover what they're hiding you have to, that's what vetting is and this is why we have so much relationship issues is because we're not vetting individuals properly you know i realize when relationships end one of the things we always say is mm, i knew how did you why didn't you listen to it and and, and, it's, and there's a flip side to this we talked about red flags and then there's yellow flags you proceed with caution and green flags. I know people that ruin green flags. It's a goal. They're great. They're a great individual. Yep. But we were not trained or taught what to yep. do when it goes right. Oh my God! It's the first man that hasn't dogged me out. It's the first woman that hasn't tried me. They're actually doing this right. Absolutely. I didn't prepare for this. I prepared for failure. I prepared to curse them out. I prepared That's right. To go That's there, right. But I didn't prepare for success. Now here it is. Yeah. I've met a great individual, and I don't know how to nourish this. I don't know how to sustain and maintain this relationship. And so I think we need to understand the rules and there are unspoken rules of dating. And until we fully have a real dialogue and get real comprehension on what we're doing here, uh, that I'm just getting to, you know, getting to know you, we're going to mess this thing up. And if, if men were be, be completely on, because I get, you know, nowadays, I don't care anymore. I'm just being honest. I'm attracted to you, baby girl. What do you like about me? I, I, lo I love, I love, I love your booty. I, I love your shape. I love your face. <laughs> you're beautiful. You, you. I find you to be very. Appe you're appealing to Why me. Why the first thing There's was the booty? Why the booty was the first thing? Goodness I mean, gracious. Well, 
not necessarily. I can that's what he like. I can do without a. I can do without a. Uh, yeah. But what I'm saying is, physically, you drew me in. But that's all it is, baby girl. Because oftentimes, some of the beautiful women spend a lot of time putting effort in beauty growing up, and there's really not a lot up here or in personality. That's why I want a late bloomer. I want a woman who was ugly uh, 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 in her early years. And then later, <laughs> she got beautiful. You see what I'm saying? Because when they've been pretty all their life, it's a problem. I need you to have, understand the struggle to have been ugly before. You know, that way, when you, you know, because women that are not that attractive focus on personality. They know they can't focus on the beauty. They focus on the talent. They That's invest good, in their mind. They invest in who they are. Some mm -hmm. women, you know, all they've ever invested in is looks. Yeah. Look oh, that's so good, like, John. I gotta get a little deeper. Mm -hmm. That's good. I endorse that, y'all. I'm a woman. I gotta endorse it this time. What? Melanie agrees. So somebody I mean, wrote. Um, I mean, Shakina agrees. Shakina agrees. He's absolutely right. But I do want to add to that, you know, and I think one of the um, people in the comments said this. When we date, we have to, like Lewis said, in the beginning, come straight out. Come straight out with it. But what the beginning is, you know, it can be the first date where you sit down with somebody and you say, listen, this is what I'm looking for. Or you can go on a few dates. And after going on a few dates, if you like this person, then you can say, hey, let's have a conversation. I'm kind of liking you. I think you like me. Do we see this going anywhere? I think, but in the beginning, these conversations that Lewis and John is talking about, they need to be had. You need to be real with that person because guess what? When you first meet them, you're meeting their representative. I'm going to give you my best foot forward. Uh, you're not going to see my edges yet. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to see uh, my braids underneath my wig yet. You're getting my representative. I want to put my best foot forward. But if within a few dinner dates, because you're going to take me to dinner, I like to eat. Within a few dinner dates, and we go on to places less upscale, like Ruth Chris, not McDonald's. Um, after I, you're going to show me that your money is not an issue, then I'm going <laughs> Then, if I like you, I want to have the conversation. Man, listen, you fine. Now, I'm going to do, do what John did. Well, you, you look real good. You fine. You know, I like I like that smile. That smile nice. I like how you dress. Your shoes is clean. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. You had some real good conversation. I was driving you. Where are we going with this? I would probably do that after the third or fourth date because I want to make sure I like him. I want to see what our conversation is like. And if it all goes well, then I'm moving in to say, let's date exclusively. And it's just me and you. Y'all gonna give me the go ahead. Okay, I wanna add something to that. Go ahead, Pastor G. No, no, no. I wanna I wanna add something to that. Um <laughs> when you said dating. Now people can do their, their good interviews, they can answer all the good questions, they can do all that. But for me, I have to see your actions. It's all about what you do, it's how you react to things and how you solve things. That's that's what matters to me. You know, that intellect of how you respond to things that go on because those are the things that when we grow in life together, you know, I'm going to be looking for. So it's not just so much as what they say, because people can say a lot of stuff and they can play along with it, you know, for a whole six months. But it's how you deal with life and life situations. It's how you uh, respond. It's how you how your actions are. 
even to us or even to to me um, as a woman, as a person, those things matter to me. Everybody have their own suggestive things that matter to them. Now, one person wrote, no, I lost it. One person wrote, and this would be the, the last part of it. They wrote, don't, should we not expect change, but just appreciate the flaws? And that can be for anybody. Should we not expect change, meaning at an age that we are, I'm just going to assume and add something to it. The first thing we say yes. is, you know, I, I've been doing this all this while, you know, I'm not no, going to no, change. No. I'm, I'm, I'm no. who I am. Um, should no, we no, just no. Ex expect no, that no. And, and, and just accept no. the flaws? No, 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 no. Who say that, no? That's how I am. It's not going to fly by anymore. We're not doing that. Accept me for who I am. This is, no, you're, you're toxic. We're, we're not doing that anymore. All right. Uh, we're not asking for everyone to come into the dating uh, equation. Uh, believe it or not, you don't even have to be 100% healed. You just have to be at a place where you can function and growing and working towards that. And the problem I think a lot of people have is we put on other people that they have to change, but we're telling them that you just going to have to accept me for who I am. No, it don't work that way. We have to be evolving. We have to be growing. We have to be uh, uh, evolving and, and changing and it's okay to be stretched. You know, I, one thing I've noticed, a lot of people cannot handle, uh, I don't even want to call it constructive criticism. It's just, they just cannot, uh, even if it's to make us better, you're just going to have to accept this. This just how I am. You know, no, let's, let's, I, I don't mind. You, you know, somebody years ago called me, I can't say the term, but somebody called me Mr. Fixer, uh, uh, I ah. Let me say that, that Mr. Fixer thought, and I don't have a problem with that. I believe a man should, should <laughs> cultivate and upgrade a woman, and I don't mind it. In fact, there is a demand. I believe every woman carries the capability. I believe every woman carries the capability to also upgrade a man. We, I think, we should be making one another better. True. I don't see anything wrong with that, and I'm pro growing. I'm not with the staying stagnant remaining the same person yeah. you were three years ago. You had that same issue with your last six exes and you still talking about, no, yeah. girl, we're not doing that. Not anymore. Not in 2020. Not after COVID-19. Lord have mercy. We're not doing that. It, it actually goes against everything within a relationship and personally. If you accept someone to say, listen, accept my flaws, which is fine, flaws, you, and we can, we can work at that, but accept um, not for me not to change, Change is inevitable. You're talking about defying the the laws of nature. Change will happen as you get older. Your thought processes change. Um, so, for, or, or even growth. And if you fail to do that, and you should be a forever growing person, then you're actually throwing out your ability to grow your own relationship. And then what's the point? I, I Let me add this. I heard a wise man say, and it was actually uh, someone that I looked up to, uh, say this. He said to me, he said, you have to always be willing to accept change from your partner and be willing to change with them. Because when you're 29, you're not going to be the same person that you were when you turned 39. And then when you've turned 49, you're not the same person that you were when you were 39 and so forth and so on. So we've got to be willing 
to accept and 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 learn, accept the change that these people are, are our spouses are going through, and we change them or we change with them. You know, we grow and and, and accept. Now, that's not to say I'm not accepting your flaws. Because watch this. John said it just now. You don't have to be 100% healed. You just got to be able to be functioned, but be willing to grow. I've got to be able to help you unpack your bags. But once you unpack those bags, I don't need you. I don't need you uh, putting up, putting the same type of uh, luggage or, or same type of baggage back together. I, I, let's let's change. Let's grow from this place. We've learned. Okay, this was something that that you had an issue with. Okay, I'm gonna help you come through this issue. You're gonna help me come through my issue. Ten years later, we shouldn't be going through the same thing that we were going through ten years ago. You get what I'm saying? That's true. Go ahead, Shakina. <laughs> oh, you just wanted to say that. Don't don't don't, don't <laughs> listen here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You women, you women been getting over here talking all night long. Every time I, every time I open my mouth, y'all open, hold up the number two. Listen, <laughs> listeners out there, we just having fun. We love, uh, we love each other. This is my team here, and I'm so grateful that you guys have joined us. Like I said, this is our first live. You guys know that we do it on blog. We normally do it on blog, uh, but you can listen to the recording. Um, you can also see it live also on YouTube and also go to iTunes to see the listen to the recording or, or you can, um, uh, what is it? Um, subscribe to the actual episode itself. Um, it's Table Talk Media, Table Talk Media. You can go there. You'll be able to subscribe to that iTunes and listen to all of the recordings, especially the last ones as well. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, let me put this on here again so you guys can see the actual handles of everyone if you want to or if you would like to uh, follow them. Let's give it one moment here. There we go. So you can actually uh, follow everybody on Instagram. Everyone has their Instagram handle that's there that you can follow them. There's myself, Tanisha Simpkins, ENT. There's Jean Pleasure. There's Shakina underscore Glory. There's, there's a lot of words for your pastor. What does it say? It says GDB Ministries. Okay, GDB. Don't do that to me, Ministry. This Melody. Uh, she don't have a hand. I think it's male, male. And then Men Loving Right. And that's for Louis. Uh, but so we want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're going to review and see how. And we'll tell you whether or not we'll be back um, live here on next Thursday or if we'll be on blog. But I can't like because I think we had a good time. Um, we had a good time. Uh, we may not be as candid as we normally on um, on blog, but I think that we were candid, um, candid enough for our listeners. And we want to thank you guys for listening. And you guys have a great night. You guys don't hang up. And you guys have a um, great night. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tell a friend on next Thursday at 9 p.m. Come back and see us, dudes. Peace.